Hey y'all, this is uh, Russell Hughes. Welcome to another episode of Four Transplants and a Microphone. We're here at Jack and Jill's today in the airport submarket, as you'll learn. And uh, we want to thank them for uh, providing us some space. Great service and uh, good beers, even though I don't drink beer, which is weird because Charlotte is the microbrewery capital of the world. It's a lonely place here. Thank God they have ciders. So we're going to make a quick round the table and uh, do some intros. Russell Hughes from Hughes Realty Advisors. We're middle market specialists, and we do voiceovers, too. I am Jack Tompkins with Pineapple Consulting Firm, helping your small business become data-driven. Brandon Navinia with Superior Data Solutions. We're a small business IT solutions provider. And Brian Johnson. We are, we are with Maine & Johnson. We are a small business coaching and a consulting firm. Don't worry, we'll fix that in the edit. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Well, we, then we should also throw out to fix and leave it to a Michigan guy. It's Jack and Jill's is probably what you grew up reciting. Jock and Jill's is the name of the bar. Jock and Jill's? Jock and Jill's. It's a funny thing based wow. on Jack and Jill. I, Jack, I apologize. I went to the University of Michigan and am far too highly educated for my own good sometimes. Uh, that's Luckily, I sit next to an Ohio State guy and it drops my IQ points down precipitously. See that big word? Precipitously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we get a spell check on that one? Yeah. That no, I, I can't spell. I can just speak. Words. Sorry. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to cover the regionality of Charlotte from Savannah, Georgia in the south to uh, D.C. all the way up in the north. And a bunch of things east and west, Nashville and, uh, and the ocean. And uh, we're also going to give the first in a series of... Why the hell are they saying that to me? Southern style. So we're going to go over a couple of phrases that you might hear and what they mean. Because there's the, the phrase we're going to cover in particular today is uh, there's three different meanings. And you really need to know which one you're being told. Because it's anywhere from love you to you're an idiot. Get the hell away from me. So important stuff. So who wants to kick it off with your favorite place? around Charlotte within two hours of Charlotte. What are some of the new things like in the areas that we're actually at? Just to start out, like regionality-wise, because I know where I'm at, we're on the west side of Charlotte, which is the next area that's going to grow. Three breweries. Light light rail is coming in, breweries are coming in, um, but like, you know, Jack, you're in South End. Yep. We do this every time. Brandon's <laughs> up in Virginia. Brandon's in Virginia, and uh, Ru- Russell's uh, somewhere over in Wilmington, maybe even Georgia by now. We're not sure. It's, it's Georgia. Yeah. But, like, in the areas you're at, so people understand, what are some of the things that are the draw to those areas? So I'll, I'll start off with South End. Ten years ago, maybe even five years ago, it was, like, warehouse district. It was, mm-hmm. like, the place that you probably don't want to be at night. Today, it is the place that you are and you stay and you have fun all day there and all night. And it's just the place to be, especially for millennials. Um, new stuff there. I mean, there's... We like to quarantine them there. Or they're not aware of it happening, but that's what's going on. <laughs> they feed us It's like the Truman story. Like, they, they don't realize they're in a big dome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can't leave. The light rail only goes so far. Right it just goes in a circle like the monorail. <laughs> one, one day, Jack will just be walking down the street and hit the end of the dome. <laughs> and just turn around and go back to the brewery. <laughs> don't try to go past Noda if you're a millennial. <laughs> It's awkward when you run into the wall. <laughs> um, but 
but new stuff, there's, I think I've made the joke before that there's always a, like a new apartment complex being built. There's always a new brewery. There's always a new restaurant. And we've talked a lot about restaurants in the past too, but it's tough to like nail down the place that you want to go for this and mm-hmm. my spot to go and all that stuff. Cause there's a new spot that comes up seemingly every week, even throughout the pandemic too. The restaurants and bars open up all the time. So millennials have very short attention spans. If we're going to keep them in the dome, we got to get, keep it fresh. <laughs> got to keep it new. It's the same restaurant that keeps rotating. It's five and they just keep rotating out. <laughs> they, they haven't noticed the same you know, waiters I, I, yet. I've actually seen that concept work. That's not a fake thing. There's a place in uh, Manhattan or just outside of called Italy. It's eat elite, but okay. you go there and it's like total open market. Like mm. you have tables in the middle of the restaurant. I've been mm-hmm. in Chicago. Well, yeah. and then like you go up to the, the, the restaurant and every three months it changes totally a different restaurant comes in. So like one time I was there, it was a big Caribbean jerk style restaurant. Yeah. Other, yeah. <laughs> Other Wait, why you gotta be calling the Caribbean guy jerk? That's yeah, rude. Right. And then the other time I, I, I thought was it was there, a whole it was totally different. Concept. It was like pasta. And Caribbean <laughs> jerk. <laughs> uh, we can't get through one topic. <laughs> Brian's trying to be serious when we're talking Man, about Caribbean on, jerk. I'm trying to take care of our audience here. I don't even know how we got on the topic now. That just distracted me. <laughs> because millennials are of, millennials have a short attention span so and you change the restaurants and you wanted to play into that. Yeah. Come on, don't sound deflated. Let's go for it. <laughs> so what's going on in Mount Holly, Brian? Hey, yeah, there's well, new breweries. Yeah. Millennials like breweries. Talk about that. And for the geographically challenged people, don't follow 85 to get your bearings <laughs> because we've already mentioned yeah. that's a big mistake. But, you know, I'm on the west side of Charlotte. So when I came in, for me, I'd work corporately and I had a manufacturing facility I needed to be at that was in Dallas, which is outside of Gastonia. And then I needed to be close to the airport. So where I'm at, Mount Holly is pretty central to both of those, but now not needing the, the manufacturing facility as much as still close to the airport. And Charlotte's not that far. Cool thing about that is, is it's the untapped. It's the final frontier, if you want to call it that, for Charlotte, just in the sense of Mooresville's kind of its own town now. I mean, it's blossomed. You guys over there on the uh, the east side, Wilmington's done really well so far. But Wilmington's gorgeous. Pier Seven's great like restaurant. Matthews, like where you've been, like that's built up. Huntersville's built up. South End is the trendy new place. Well, where I I'm actually south, quite a bit south of there. But okay. yeah, Matthews, You're more Matthews, Mill, right? Matthews, no, or uh, Weddington. Yeah, where are you? Really? We're south. Yeah, nobody yeah. really okay. knows so because the we're, we yes, we're actually south. We we're we're in what's called Union County. We, we got an exemption from the federal government. We still apply common sense down there to uh, school boards now, and, and government Union, dealings. Union County, an example of a bunch of people from the north calling a county what they wanted to in the Confederate states? or No, 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 no. no. Union, Union County. All right, so Mecklenburg County is known as the great state of Mecklenburg. Part of that is because Raleigh is still bitter that we built our own airport back in 1910. Oh my God, get over it, Raleigh. Charlotte is in Mecklenburg County. Yeah, Charlotte's in Mecklenburg County. Union County is the next county down. And we do a lot of transplants for New York. It's scary. The number of black and gold license plates on the road started last year because of COVID and has grown exponentially. But in my experience, just in my neighbors, we've got a bunch of Californians, New Yorkers. They are very similar to Brandon's position, which is I left there for a reason. 
and I'm not trying to replicate that here. But we're, it might as well be a different animal, a different world. You cross the Union County border and it's just different. It's much more conservative. It's, there's farms five minutes from my house. There's a horse farm right across the street from my house. Yeah, Brandon had to get a hotel to uh, and, and, and book a flight to to come to my house. It's that far south. It is. It takes like if I want to go visit, if I want to go ride scooters with Jack in the South End, I gotta. It's at least a half hour to get to the Jack's scooter place. And there's you know, and it's pretty much a bedroom community of Charlotte. It is. There's not a lot of stuff going on down there. There's not a lot of restaurants. There's not a lot of infrastructure. It's a lot of people's houses and schools. And then the South Carolina border is, if Union or if Mecklenburg County gets a little bit crazy, we're just going to be like, yeah, we're South Carolina now. So do you get a lot of, in Union County, do you get a lot of bless your hearts? There are a lot of bless your hearts. There is an interesting cultural clash. Like one of our neighbors moved down from Maine and he's a good guy, but he was trying to replicate what he was doing in Maine with sports fundraising to the South. And he was getting a ton of bless your hearts. All right, so for folks who don't know, this is your first lesson in, in verbiage, Southern verbiage. Bless your heart can mean a myriad of different things. And if you hear it in the wrong context, run away. <laughs> because it can mean genuinely bless your heart, so nice to meet you, this is fantastic, and can mean bless your heart, you are the dumbest human being I've ever run across in my life. And it can mean bless your heart, which is Southern for, get the away from me, excuse my language. Yeah, for those parents out there, we're gonna bleep that. But is it's three things, and Southern is a very challenging derivative of the English language to try to learn, so. How many times have you guys heard bless your heart when you first moved here? I, I don't think I even notice it anymore. I, I think I've become numb to it probably because I was the last of your examples when people just want me to get out of there. I, I just go. So I, bless don't, your heart. I don't say too much here. I pick up my stuff and leave. Yeah. But it happened a lot. When I first moved down here, I noticed it all the time. I was like, it's mostly females that were saying it. I, I would say that I came across. I don't, I can't remember too many times I had a dude tell me, bless your heart, like other than like laughing at me while I was doing it. The thing to say. Yeah, I was going to sure. say when, yeah. when the, the one time I do remember a guy saying it, like he was pretty much lip syncing what you said as your last example yeah. while he was saying it. Yeah. But I just kind of got used to it. It didn't yeah. take a lot long. You already know when you're talking to somebody what they're thinking and feeling anyway. So when you hear that, you just, it, it was the second one. <laughs> Yeah, it was the third one. So, but it's yeah. confusing because if you don't know that it means three different things and you hear it in three different ways, especially in one day, you're like, what the hell is going on? You feel like you've got ADHD or schizophrenia or something like that. Yeah, and there's a lot of, I mean, it, it may be eccentric to where you came from and what was normal, like how people talk to each other and stuff. Being from the Midwest, I, I know, Russell, we've talked offline about this, but I feel like a lot of the South and the Midwest, it's not that much different. Yep. Yeah. There's not a lot of, like, things that I was thrown for a loop or anything like that, but... There's a politeness, there's a politeness, there's a desire, there's a social understanding that if you say you're going to do something, you're going to do something, and it's the same in the Midwest. Yeah, and I I, I think, to me, I always viewed it this way. I don't know if this is the case, and I I don't know that we've ever said this before, so I'd love to hear your guys' comments, but to me, it always felt like all of the South, like, and when I said the South, to me, it's Alabama, Louisiana, like Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, like. North all, Florida, not South Florida. Yeah, but all of the South, like, 
uniformly behaved in a very similar way. Now, I know that's probably not true. I'm sure, like, there's different regional things that are there. But I always looked at Ohio was different than Wisconsin from my perspective. And it may just be because I knew Ohio. But when I looked at the Midwest, I was like, you got to qualify that because the Midwest is pretty big. Like, Kansas and, like, Ohio, they're pretty dramatically far apart in terms of distance. But if you're going to say one is the same, there's a lot of differences in how that behavior is. Yeah, it's the same in a lot of people say like the Northeast and yeah. like New York New versus Boston. Yeah, yeah. New England. Yeah. Big differences from Connecticut. It's you were one or the other. Connecticut doesn't have a whole lot of its own like things, but. And it's the Boston. base people as well. Like people in Ohio, like people in Wisconsin are predominantly cheeseheads. They're from immigrants from a specific place. Same thing with Minnesota. And they love ranch there. Wisconsin wait, wait, loves wait. ranch. Wow, that was, I, that was I, a broad I, statement. I, I, see, they me, do ranch shooters me, there. It was they the southeast. Like, like to me, everything has ranch on it here. Like pickles I mean, and literally, ranch, fried literally pickles and ranch. When, I, when, when they're like, oh, so when I'm like, I just want this. I just want wings. So do you want ranch or no? Just wings. Yeah, that wings. Ago, yeah. So, yeah. With so ranch, ranch and blue then. cheese right. so all ranch across <laughs> the country. Yes. Yeah. Like, like you're the I mean, weird like, one, by the way. No, you're the strange that. one. I no, I don't that. like ranch either. But my, you don't but like blue point, cheese either. Yeah. Dressing. I love blue cheese crumbles, but don't have to put creamy stuff all over it to make it good. My, my, uh, this podcast. We're is back to the Caribbean shirt conversation, ladies and gentlemen. It's a thing, all right. But like, my point is, I always thought ranch, like it was on everything in the south. Like, that's where I always thought everybody ate ranch. I didn't know. It was See, I thought ranch was definitely a California thing. It's on pizza. There's Hidden Valley is literally a place in California. Yeah. We used to film commercials there. Yeah, I, I know where that picket fence it's is. It's hidden, but people How'd know where it's How would you find it? Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, I had a special pass. Okay, so for any of those people who think that we, none of us, have the attention span of a gnat, that's only because we don't. We somehow managed to talk about ranch. And they all say millennials. Out of it all, it just falls in the people in the south are are uniform. Which, by the way, I I I think Cajun people in Louisiana would would possibly argue with their similarities with Scots Irish and Appalachia. Sure, sure. So south is not like totally uniform. There's definitely some southernese type things. So we talked about bless your heart, Mm -hmm. Um, appreciate you. Yep, is another good one that happens a lot. I've heard it as. This is the greatest thing, like in business context. This is so good. Thank you so much. I really value what you're giving me. But I know it exists on the other side of the scale, too. I think, Brian, you've had experience with the yep. bad appreciates you. Yep. Yep. Why do you keep having bad experiences with <laughs> Southern colloquialisms? No, I don't. And one, did anybody else, like Jack kept hitting the table. Did it sound like it was rolling dice to figure out what to say? Yeah, because <laughs> there's a little... <laughs> We can't give Jack nice things. Jack, Jack's microphone's not hooked up yeah. properly, so it's like he's uh, casting lots to figure out what he's supposed to say <laughs> next. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. <laughs> let's, let's get back to Brian's appreciate you problem story. Sorry no, about I, that. No, it's just always trying to figure out, like, where and what situations are people saying things and what's the context. And, I mean, when you first moved down, uh, like I was saying, the, the bless your heart, I don't even notice it anymore. I, I honestly... Right. I can't remember the last time I remembered somebody saying it, but I know it's been said a hundred times. I just breeze over it. Appreciate you. I always, like, to me, that was like what people say to you is they're grabbing their bag of food from the, the fast food thing. Appreciate you. And then they're checking to see, did you actually pack it right? Like, I mean, it was, it, to me, it always seems sarcastic. 
and, and, and that's not the case. Brian's I, I had a rough experience in the South. <laughs> no, we're we're I, working on all, getting him all. some help. No, I just, I, I, it, the way it comes off, it doesn't seem, it never to me seemed to be the time to say, I appreciate somebody because it was for something so small. I think that makes sense. And I think I like that people say it. It's just, I was used to, nobody says, I appreciate you unless they're like blown away by something you did. I appreciate you for putting the uh, sandwich on the right side of the fries in the bag. And so you know, I'll run the counter argument of that. The guys I, I get my tires and wheels from, they are fantastic guys. They're good friends of mine. They're both Southern through and through. And they're always, I appreciate you. And it's always, it's just, it's a warmer version of thank you. Agreed. It's like anybody can say thank, like signing an email. Thanks, exclamation points, whatever. Everybody does that. But appreciate you. It's like you second look at that. Oh, okay. Yeah. This was... It always makes me feel, it gives me the warm and fuzzies, and I'm not really a warm and fuzzy kind of a guy, but it, for some reason it's just, A, they're friends, and B, they do a really good job, and it, yeah. you know, I appreciate you. It just somehow makes me feel good. Agreed. I, I know we talked about like, so Sweetheart rare. last time, and at the grocery store, the Harris Teeter that I always go to, there's a lady that always runs the checkout. She's the absolute sweetest person I have ever met in my entire life. She calls me Sweetheart and says, have a great day, and like she means that she wants me to have the best day possible. And she I, also I walk pats Jack on the head every once in a while. It's <laughs> <laughs> just weird when you see it. So do you normally get the strawberry sucker or the grape sucker? <laughs> That's funny you should say that, because I was thinking the exact, and she has a pocket full of suckers. <laughs> She's the sweetest girl you ever meet. Poor Jack. <laughs> <laughs> he takes it so well. He, he, when I go actually, to my pediatrician. Yeah. <laughs> he, he does, and, and we, we, because the three of us are a little bit more in the same, I guess, age bracket. We'll just call it that. Yeah, we're all the so same we, maturity we give, level. We give, though. Yeah, yeah, we're all fifteen here. Jack is a valid excuse. We don't. No, he he takes it. He takes it like a champ. But no, it's just one of those things that you talk about down here, where a whole lot of things can be completely genuine. Everybody's just happy. Hope you have a good day. Really appreciate you coming by and buying a three dollar sandwich, like whatever it is. It's. It means something. The small gestures do mean something down here. I, I do think, to your point, you just made me think of this a little bit, is I think the response you get from small businesses in the South is way different than what I yep. was expecting. Oh, so true. That yeah. they are, every time you buy, like, it's almost like you feel they're saying, I know you have a million different choices. You chose us we're going to make sure that you know how much we appreciate that. Yeah. I do feel that immensely here. Yeah. And I've not felt that anywhere else. I, I'll even take it a step further from pretty much when you get outside of, I would say the Midwest to even the South. I feel that people more go out of their way to give good customer service from a more genuine place, not because someone at corporate's grinding on them to right. make sure they have a good experience. It's just when you go somewhere, they go above and beyond to make sure that you're in a good spot or that you get the best customer service or they're not going to leave you hanging with not having the right part or whatever the case may be. It's, it feels like it comes from a more genuine place and they go that really that extra mile to make sure that you get what you're looking for. Also, they really respond well to uh, the approach. If you approach someone on, the phone, on a customer service basis with politeness and and, and you know, integrity, I guess. I mean, to your point about Lowe's, like I've never had a bad experience at Lowe's here in the Carolinas. Admittedly, they're, they're headquartered here, and so you, you would hope so. But like, that's a huge company. 
And Chick-fil-A is another example. Like, I don't always agree with Chick-fil-A. They piss me off sometimes, but they have the most amazing training program. And they teach their teenage kids how to be incredible customer service representatives. They actually are like the only people in the world that have figured out how to take heathen teenagers and make them into <laughs> respectable yeah. people. It's amazing. I mean, like parents can't yeah. even pull off what they do. Yep. But if, you, if you're polite and respectful to someone like, and you, you're asking for something that's damn near impossible, to your point, Brandon, they will try to pull off the impossible. Yeah, they'll look for it. Yeah, almost to the point where it's like, oh, all right. Yeah. You feel bad about it. I've had people call right. me back like days later, yeah. like just to let me know that they couldn't actually pull it off. I'm like, my God, you've, you're still looking for that thing? <laughs> like what? I let it go t- 10 minutes after we got off the phone. It's like my golf ball. I just forget it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not worth it. I hit it and walk back to the cart. Yeah. yeah. I don't even need to see it land. Yep. So I, I was going to rib a, a little bit Jack, but in this sense, what we don't, probably fathom as Jack's a calculating individual, right? It's all about numbers with Jack. He's probably sitting at this table going, you guys give me all that you want to because I'm going to wait until we have a following and you guys will be too old to do this podcast. <laughs> and I'm going to place you with three <laughs> new people <laughs> and run Nice. <laughs> nice. Yep, just bring on three new people with a pulse. And Next about year about this time. <laughs> that. We're, we're, we're in the old folks' home. <laughs> Jack's going Jack's gonna to pounce. <laughs> That when he went to the restroom, he let all the air out of our tires. <laughs> I left just some good suckers, though. Yeah, just a sucker in the stand. Yeah. That's, his, that's his all the, the, the best thieves and robbers. Calling card. calling card. Nice. What was uh, Home Alone? <laughs> Wet bandits. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, we're going to wrap up another episode. Thank you all for, for listening. Hopefully someone's listening to this thing. <laughs> I, I think the point is uh, of today's is there's just amazing opportunities in Charlotte. There's the huge geographical variety of options and, and show up with, with your best Southern manners and chances are you're going to get that in return. And if you don't, you'll, you'll know what to hear for now. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. All right. And once again, we want to thank Jock and Jill. Jock and Jill. <laughs> yes. Good, Good Lord. Good food. <laughs> Closing time.